Hello and welcome to the Movie Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Tartamella, and yes, it's fucking almost time. We're doing it. We're doing it like this. We're playing the fucking Indiana Jones theme song. We're going nuts, okay? Because Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is hitting theaters this week. Counting. I'm going to wear my fedora cap. I'm going to wear my fucking Indiana Jones hat. Uh, shirt, rather. I'm going to wear my Indiana Jones hat. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go nuts. Because it's coming. And as I've been doing the last couple episodes, a few episodes ago, I did uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Then I did Temple of Doom, and now we're closing out the original trilogy today uh, with this episode. This is episode 65 of the Movie Thoughts podcast. As I said, 65, boom, probably hit 100 uh, soon, because I'm, I'm going, I'm climbing the ladder. If I keep fucking doing Indiana Jones episodes, I'll hit 100, but yeah. We're getting there, and uh, as I said, so I'm going to do Kingdom of the Crystal Skull next, but this is it. This is the uh, the the end of the originals, right, from the 80s, the last one in the 80s after this. We didn't get uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull till 2008, uh, how, however people feel about that. You know, some people feel that there's only three of them. I, I acknowledge the fourth one, though. I don't make a big deal. It is what it is. We'll we'll talk about that when we get to it. But Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, 1989, is the year it was made. Steven Spielberg returns to direct. George Lucas, uh, executive producer. And yeah, this is, I'm going to say it right from the get-go, because I've been teasing it a little bit with the other ones. This is my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Uh, it's if I'm gonna go ranking, I'm gonna go uh, Last Crusade, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull coming in at last. But I love this fucking movie, and a lot of the reason I love this movie is because of the relationship that Harrison Ford and Sean Connery, the father and son relationship. I think it's great. Um, but yeah, let's start with some of the stuff I like about this movie. I mean, this this movie could have been called Indiana Jones and and the Quest for the Holy Grail or something like that because that is what they're going for in this movie. You know, uh, he's approached Indiana Jones. It ends up that his father has gone missing in search of the Holy Grail, and now he's got to go find his father. He's got to go find the ho- Holy Grail. He gets into some shit, right? And the cool thing about this movie now is and this is the cool thing about all the Indiana Jones movies cuz you get a little bit more of the mythology as the movies go on you get to know the character a little bit more uh we open with a flashback we open with a flashback uh so this this one's set in 1938 i believe and we open with a flashback in um 1912 when Indiana Jones uh is is basically a boy scout and he gets into a little adventure and it's listen. It's a little goofy at times. It's a little cliche. You kind of see the the origin of Indiana Jones uh, just in in one day. Essentially, you know, he takes his image, uh, his, his his wardrobe look from somebody else. He gets whipped in the face, uh, in in the chin, uh, and the, which leaves the scar that Harrison Ford actually has. He has a moment with the snakes and why I hate snakes. Why you get see that origin. 
And the best part about this little prequel that you get in this moment is that fucking Indiana Jones, young Indiana Jones, is played by the late fucking great River Phoenix. Obviously, uh, you know, most well known for Stand By Me. Nowadays, everybody knows his brother, Joaquin Phoenix. But River was uh, very big at this time, and he was kind of climbing the ladder, and tragically, uh, you know, he OD'd with drugs later on. I don't want to get into the, that fucking horror story, but it was outside Johnny Depp's nightclub. Maybe I'll, I don't know, maybe I'll do some dark, darker, like, Hollywood tales uh, on this podcast one day when I get bored, but we're not going to get into the full details of that. I don't know why I'm laughing, because it's not funny, but... He was a great actor and unfortunately like passed away too early. You know, if you look into his his just career, he was he probably would have been like a DiCaprio nowadays because a lot of those roles that went to people like DiCaprio and stuff, they were looking at River Phoenix from what I hear. I think James Cameron was, you know, eyeing River Phoenix for Titanic and stuff like that and cuz he was writing that for 100 years before the fucking movie actually came out. But let's not get lost in the River Phoenix vortex. Uh River Phoenix does a great job though playing a young Harrison Ford. He had worked on him uh in a movie called Mosquito Coast, I believe, where he played his son and I think Harrison Ford recommended him and he's just great. I mean, he just he he does it, it's not really an impression, he just plays it subdued, but he has those like Harrison Ford mannerisms and, and reactions and stuff like that, and it's great. I think it works awesome. As I said, it kind of shows Indiana Jones essentially forming his identity in one day, and it's it's done in a goofy way, but it works, I think, because it's done in a goofy way and because you have somebody who's playing him uh so well um and you know you see all that stuff as i said with the snake with the whip and and getting the hat and stuff like that and then we cut to indiana jones in modern times uh going after the same artifact that he was going after in the beginning of that movie and it's i mean it's funny because this is the first film that opens up with a flashback i don't kingdom of the crystal skull does not open up with a flashback but now with dial of destiny uh, as everybody knows, not really a spoiler, the movie's going to open with a flashback. We're going to see a younger Indiana Jones played by a de-aged Harrison Ford. So it's kind of like, it's kind of cool. It's 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 very similar to, to the Last Crusade thing. So we'll see, we'll see how that works. But yeah, as I said, to me, this is my favorite Indiana Jones. I think this honestly is the best Indiana Jones because it, it's just got such a good blend of the action and it is one of the, like, it's the funniest movie in the series. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, you know, obviously has some humor here and there sprinkled throughout, uh, as well as Temple of Doom. But, like, this this movie's really funny. Like, you laugh a lot. Uh, I, I, a lot of it is because of the relationship between Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, who aren't even in real life that far apart. They were, I think they were, like, 10 years or 12 years or something maybe 15, it, it wasn't much, it wasn't like a father-son uh, age difference, but it, they make it work, fucking Sean Connery, obviously James Bond himself, uh, cool, uh, you know, he plays a little bit of a, of a different role, because he's kind of like, you know, he's not as skilled in in the, you know, action and fucking running around as as his son, 
right? So like he kind of looks at his son a lot and he's judging him and it's kind of like a little a little uh easter egg too because as I think I said in the Raiders episode uh George Lucas may you know came up with Indiana Jones kind of as his own version of Bond and Steven Spielberg wanted to do a Bond movie and they ended up doing this so it's kind of like they got fucking Bond to play their Bond's father which is a little cute uh, cute little connection now as far as returning characters uh from the series you do get Marcus Brody played by Denholm Elliott who uh you know he popped up in Raiders of the Lost Ark he was a little bit you know, he's just kind of side character, but he gets to shine a little bit more. They give him a little bit more humor. Uh, Sala also returns, which Sala is going to be in De- uh, Dial of Destiny. So Sala, I believe next to Indiana Jones, has been in the most. Or, I mean, he's probably tied with Marion because she, I believe, is in this newest one, even though they're trying to kind of hide it. Spoiler alert. But, yeah, you got a good villain. Uh, in, in this movie too, you got a couple of good villains uh, sprinkled out. Actually, Julian Glover plays Donovan, and he's the one who uh, you know gets in the involved. You know him from like Empire Strikes Back. He was also in Game of Thrones, and um, you also get Doctor Snyder, who is a good you know. It, listen, it's another Allison Duty. I believe that I believe that's how her name is pronounced. But um, but yeah, it's another you know female role and they put a little spin on it because listen she fucking turns on Harrison Ford at some point and then it's funny because she kind of had uh, a thing with Sean Connery as well so they go back uh, and forth with that with that joke and the father and son shit there's a lot of good sequences in here you know going underground there's a scene with all the fucking rats there's a good boat chase in here uh, <laughs> there's a ridiculous thing where Indy like pretends to be a Scottish guy and that doesn't do it good but like he's pretending to be a Scottish guy and he's wearing the the girl's hat and stuff like that it's silly but you don't really get to see Indiana Jones like do stuff like that so this is the first time you really see it the guy obviously knows he's not Scottish and he tells him something like if you're a Scottish I'm Mickey Mouse and then he just punches him in the face you get the return of the Nazis I had said with Temple of Doom, they were trying to avoid the Nazis again, so they, you know, set it as a prequel. But the Nazis are in here, and they they work. They, they listen. Indiana Jones, Nazis, they're fucking good villains. Uh, and the newest one, right? There's going to be a former Nazi, so we'll see how that works with Mads Mikkelsen. And I just like when, um, the, as I said, the relationship with Indy and his father, because Indy is. You know, the first half of the movie, in the beginning, before Sean Connery comes in, he's in the, and he's doing his thing, and he's confident. And then, like, the second his father comes into the picture, he kind of, like, regresses back to a child, and he's saying, yes, sir, and he's, like, it's just, he's very proper, and obviously you get Sean Connery, junior, junior, and it's it's the funny dynamic, he refuses to call him Indiana. Uh, I also like the whole, like, confusion between the two, when people are calling them Dr. Jones, at one point, Indy's wearing a fucking tie in this movie with, like, the leather jacket. And I don't know if that was part of that kind of regression, too. Like, he's dressed a little bit more proper for his father. I don't know if that was on purpose. Uh, I, I, there, but there's a lot of funny jokes. You know, one, one that comes to mind is when um, Indiana Jones is kind of building up uh, Marcus Brody 
because he's got the he, he's got whatever he's got and he's trying to say oh you know he could blend in and, and then they cut to <laughs> Marcus Brody lost and like in the middle of a crowd of people and him and Sala have funny a funny scene together uh when they basically have to get away from the bad guys a lot of good stuff in here uh the fucking sliding the the, the little secret door with the Nazis a uh, weird scene with Hitler, Hitler cameo in this movie. There is definitely a Hitler cameo in this film. And he comes and he signs uh, Indiana Jones's book. There's, of course, the fucking classic blimp scene where Indy throws the Nazi out the window. And then the whole no ticket joke and everybody starts going through their fucking bags. It's a great movie. It's a great Indiana Jones movie. I think even... Like, I feel like even more so, if it makes any sense, more, like, some people will probably think it's blasphemous. I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark is the original, but, like, I think even more so than the original, people could enjoy this movie as, like, a standalone thing. You know, if if somebody's never seen Indiana Jones and you pop this bad boy on, like, you're not missing a beat. Especially that you got that little origin in the beginning. It It kind of fills in the gaps if you don't know who Indiana Jones is. And a lot of ways, it's like the perfect fucking Father's Day gift. Next fucking uh, Father's Day movie, rather. I mean, you get the gift and get the Blu-ray. But um, it is like the perfect Father's Day movie. This is a movie that you sit down with your dad. You have a few laughs. You bond a little bit. And it's, it's just enjoyable. It's enjoyable because that relationship feels very real. And there's a lot of heart in the movie. Um, I didn't mention it in the other two episodes, but cannot be understated John Williams score in all of these films as well as this one I'm excited to hear his new score in Dial of Destiny uh you know the only thing missing uh with the you know return of Indiana Jones now is like the original artwork for the posters was done by Drew Struzan who has since retired and that's the only thing we're missing I mean some of the posters I do like them for the new movie but they just don't hit like those classic Indiana Jones posters. Even Kingdom of the Crystal Skull had like great Drew Struzan artwork. So it's unfortunate he's retired. I wish he would have came out one more time and maybe did this for the final uh, bow. But whatever, he's doing his thing. Uh, I all, But as I said, I like all the emotional stuff. And I, this is what I think elevates this movie uh, more so than like Raiders for me. Because the father-son relationship... You know, there's the moment when Sean Connery thinks that Indy, like, falls off a cliff. And you see a lot of emotion in that scene. And he's like, oh, God, I lost him. I never told him. And then, like, when he realized, I'm, fuck it, I'm going to get choked up and start crying on this podcast right now. Maybe i got some other shit going on in my life. But um, when uh, he realizes Indy's not dead, he's like, I thought I lost you, boy. I'm not, I'm not crying. I'm not crying while I'm recording this podcast. Uh, but And then they have the scene later when they kind of switch roles. And uh, Sean Connery's shot. And, you know, Harrison Ford's running to get the Holy Grail and all that stuff. And there's a lot of emotion there. And I think that's really the thing that brings this movie up in my book. Uh, obviously, cool ending comparable to the previous movies right the whole the old night the you chose pull the great practical effects fucking donovan 
getting his shit, getting his just desserts, aging, um, that, you know, this is the thing I, I talk about all the time, about the CGI and practical effects, like, I just love that when he gets old and he turns into the fucking uh, bones, essentially, it's just, it's so creepy, and whatever they did, claymation, stop motion, whatever the fuck it is, it's, there's nothing creepier than that, if you did that CGI, it just wouldn't have the same creep factor, you know, still to this day, that scene, like, creeps me out, just his long hair and shit like that, and him grabbing the girl and holding her, and Indiana running over and pulling him away, and even, like, simple things, like, when uh, Indiana pours the, the grail water on Sean Connery's wound, and it kind of, like, fizzles out, it's all done, you could tell they did it, whatever the fuck, they put something that fizzed, and then they just washed the, the fake blood away, but it works, whereas, like, if you were doing it with CGI or something like that, it would just look it would look like a little too much. It would, it, they would overdo it, right? But yeah, the emotional kicks um, keep coming in this movie, especially towards the end. And you, you see that relationship, like they really uh, fleshed it out in a way where like, you know, Indy's trying to like live up to his father and his father, even all the crazy shit Indiana Jones is doing in this movie, his father kind of looks at him with like a disapproving eye. And then, like, as the movie goes on, he kind of starts being a little bit more like, oh, you know, like, like, you know, giving him credit where credit's due. And the emotional kick at the end, when um, Dr. Schneider is reaching for the, the grail, she falls to her death. And then Indiana Jones is right in that place. And now Sean Connery is holding him and Indiana's reaching for the grail. And I love all that stuff. I love it. I think it's just great. He's like, what does he say? He's, he finally calls him Indiana. And he's like, let it go. And then they have that moment. He pulls him up. And it's just, it's great. It's great. It's a great little gut punch. And well written. And well acted. And well directed. And just a fucking fun movie. If you see one Indiana Jones movie, I highly, I, like, I highly recommend Last Crusade. If you're listening to this podcast and you're like, this guy's been talking about Indiana Jones fucking movies for the last three episodes, what the fuck, like, if you've never seen him, I'm sorry, but (laughs) if you're gonna watch one, Last Crusade is is the one to watch, it just works so well uh, on so many different levels, and yeah, I I love it, I love all that stuff, I love the, even just the, the adventure part of it, right, the the leap of faith part, all that magical, mystical stuff, I also love the joke about the dog at the end, uh, where, like, the dog's name was Indiana. That was a nice little nugget too, because apparently George Lucas's dog was named Indiana, so that's where he got the name. But yeah, this movie just pulls off the dynamic. I mean, Sean Connery, out of all the Indiana Jones sidekicks uh, that are in these movies, right? Whether it be Marion's great, you know, Short Round, uh, and the girl from Temple of Doom, they're fun. Uh, Shia LaBeouf we'll get into when we get into, but like Sean Connery is is probably the best. He he works the best. Their dynamic works so well, and they try to. That's the thing about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I'm gonna rewatch it soon and then do the episode. But they do try to replicate that a little bit in a different way, and I did appreciate that because you don't find out till later. But it is Indiana Jones's son. And they kind of try to replicate that and have them have that dynamic. It doesn't quite land the way it does in Last Crusade, but I appreciated that they that they went for that. But yeah, Last Fucking Crusade. 
Love it. It's a classic, and it still holds up, and the effects still hold up. It's just a great movie. Uh, practical effects, stunt work, everything. Beautiful. Love it. And this could have been the end of the Indiana Jones franchise, and for some people it is the end of the Indiana Jones franchise. They just pretend that the fourth one doesn't exist. But as I said, we're not going to pretend the fourth one doesn't exist. We're going to watch the fourth one again for the, I don't know how many times I've seen it. And then I'm going to give you my thoughts on that one in the next episode. And it's leading up to Dial of Destiny, which I'm probably going to see Thursday. So I'll probably put the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull episode out tomorrow. And then Thursday, I'll see Dial of Destiny. I'll give my thoughts on that. But yeah, the, 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 you can't top the classic three, right? I mean, especially, as I said, Raiders and um, The Last Crusade. You really can't top those. Temple of Doom even comes close, but falls short. You know, it still is. And I still love elements of Temple of Doom. But I just think Raiders and Last Crusade are on another level. But that's all the Indiana Jones talk I'm doing for today. If this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, welcome. This is what I do. Uh, it's not always about Indiana Jones. This week it is, but I do other movies, right? I did No Hard Feelings, the new Jennifer Lawrence comedy, uh, The Flash recently. I do some older movies. Get into it on this podcast, right? We talk, give my thoughts, and all that shit. I uh, get a little goofy sometimes. I do impressions. You know, you hear it. It's funny. It's not. Whatever. Uh, if you like what you hear, subscribe. Uh, check out the other podcast. Rate, review, all that shit. iTunes, Spotify. I don't know how it works. Check me out on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Dom Solo Reels, where sometimes I post funny videos. Also, me and my friend Ryan do a Rambo podcast called It's a Long Road, where we talk about Rambo the Sylvester Stallone franchise consisting of five movies. So check that out if you want some laughs on that. And thanks for listening. Have a good one.